And Beverly Baker's with us this morning. Sue Gray is uh, out this month. In fact, she went to a wedding in Florida, didn't she? did she was with a niece's wedding on the eastern side of florida so they avoided the the crazy weather down there uh ended up being a beautiful day for them so we're we're grateful for that well that's good to hear well united way has a lot of things going on and their community impact data report is out tell us a little bit about what this is and what we can glean from this beverly sure well good morning thanks for having me our community impact data report is an update on uh the grants that we have funded throughout the past year in 2020 we took a look at the data in our community and we surveyed our community and we really determined that it was necessary for us to narrow our focus and so we moved forward with granting in a more um, strategic and targeted direction and we set some goals for the community and we right out of the gate we started focusing on community essentials that's our you know that safety net of services that we need within any community to be healthy when folks are in crisis and then also our early grade level success so we have um, a little over a year under our belt uh, funding these programs and we got their end of year report and the information looks looks great for our community so our investment is working now you were talking about united ways uh, uh community and early grade level success what grades are we talking here? we're talking about really from um birth through third grade is really okay. what we're focused on in in that age range all right uh data shows a new approach to grant making is working uh Early grade level partners, they're doing great uh, work helping elementary students in school. Additionally, the numbers show our community essentials program hard at work, strengthening our community safety net of services and number of people they're assisting. What kind of numbers do we have with that? Well, we're looking at with the community essentials. Um, you know, we're seeing again, you know, over a hundred thousand meals being delivered to our older adults, our senior citizens that are at home. We're That's seeing, pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. you know, almost ninety percent of uh, folks are seeing an improvement in their dental health. We have uh, assistance out there for people to help navigate the complex social services system. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a, you know, getting connected to the benefits and the supports and understanding the programs Um, so we have a number of programs out there supporting people through that you know it doesn't matter how many programs are out there if you don't have access to them or if you don't know anything about them so that sounds like a good move there Exactly. Hooking and two, people up with the right ones. 211 is a wonderful resource. Um, again, sometimes people are challenged. They'll call 211, um, and there's not a, a program or a service for their specific or unique need. But 211 can help them find uh, services that are appropriate. Maybe they have another need that they can be assisted with, and it, it helps minimize the running around, the phone calling, and the stress, um, waiting for return phone calls, things like that. So it's a, it's a really streamlined approach to finding help that, that folks need um, all across central illinois well it says you folks set specific targeted goals what kind of goals do we have with this program we did so with community essentials it's really about um, just helping people meet their physical needs and helping them access and navigate um, um, social services so it's more about you know numbers served but with mm-hmm. our early grade level success we set goals of increasing the number of students um, demonstrating that they're kindergarten ready by 10 percent uh, increase the number of low income 
low-income and black male students that are meeting math and English language arts standards by 10%, and we want to decrease chronic absenteeism by 10% because we need to have them in those seats at school to, mm-hmm. to learn and to help those other numbers um, go up as well. So they're small targets, but they're huge. Uh, it takes a lot of work to, to reach those, those, those changes. How do you identify grade school kids that need help with this? How do you... How do you go about that? Does the school do that and then you provide funding? or? Well, we rely on a, a network of human services partners that provide out-of-school time programming. We always okay. say, you know, the schools know what they're doing within the school building during the school day. What we want to do is wrap around and support outside the school day. And so the school districts do have good relationships with the out-of-school time programs that and the, the ones that we're funding are DREAM, Urbana Neighborhood Connections, Don Moyer Boys and Girls Club, The Well Experience, and then there are some other programs as well. There's a program up in Rantoul that we're funding. So um, the students that are in those programs are, are being monitored and supported uh, through those close relationships with the schools. And 2020 brought a lot of wrinkles, and the la- it's still affecting the, the last two years as well. Your offices have done a great job, it sounds like, at uh, making the adjustments that have needed to be made to be able to help more and more people. Thank you. We tried. You know, 2020 was a quite a year for all of yeah. us, wasn't it? So we um, determined with our board of directors that we just couldn't go back to the business as usual. We needed to take a look at things a little bit differently and help our community and especially those that are most vulnerable, our kids and um, folks that are, are in a time of crisis uh, come out of it the best that they could. What does United Way see for the future at this point? What, what all do we have coming up? We've always got stuff in it. the hopper. Yeah, so, um, you know, we're going to continue to monitor uh, our early grade level success. Those are two year grants. So you'll continue to hear more about those as, as we move forward. Our community essentials um, are grants that we fund every year so that we can more quickly respond to needs in the community. And then right after the first of the year, we will be hopefully back sharing um, our child well-being information. Our child abuse and neglect rates in this community are pretty staggering. So we've made some pretty significant investments in those areas. And we continue to be engaged in um, some victory over violence work in the community as well. You're probably going to have to make some more adjustments as we go along with the economy like it is. It's... uh economy seems to be fluctuating a lot. So. Always. And that's why, again, you know, recognizing the unemployment and the challenges that came out of COVID, we wanted to make a significant investment in those community essentials. And so, you know, we did that. Um, between the community essentials and the early grade level success, it's about $1.3 million in grants that were awarded in just those two areas. So they're, they're pretty significant and important to the structure and the fabric of a healthy community. All right. Well, Beverly Baker, thanks for your time this morning we sure appreciate it thanks for having me all right